0: Let's fucking do it, let's fucking do it, let's fucking do it, or we can't screw it, let's fucking do it, all night long, I'm not talking about this fucking podcast, woo woo woo, hi everybody, it is me, your boy, Stu. With me as always are the dogs, Ween, Sadie. Thank you guys for being here. They were bad dogs earlier, both bad. First off, uh, they love to go outside. When I put them outside in the backyard to go to the bathroom, they'll go to the bathroom. But then, what do you? What do they love to do? What do you love to do, Ween Dog, Sadie Dog? Look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes. They, yeah, Ween. They love to eat bird seed. These two motherfuckers, like I don't feed them enough, will go out there and graze bird seed that's fallen on the ground because birds are fucking uh, dirty, filthy creatures and they just fucking eat bird seed like uh, they're maniacs, like Cookie Monster. And these fuckers eat birdseed, and then they proceed to take dumps that have birdseed in the dumps. Fucking bad dogs. Then, then a buddy of mine stopped over. Came over earlier. He bought two bobbleheads that I got. I have. I have a, a whole bunch of shit. And I'm putting up on Macari other than jerseys. I'm getting some strange lots of things. And I had some bobbleheads. And two of them, well actually three, two of them were San Jose Shark bobbleheads. And my buddy Corey, who used to live with me, uh, for whatever reason is a big San Jose Shark fan. I said, hey man, hey man. I got these bobbleheads. You understand them? He's like, fuck yeah, I am. So uh, I sold him these two bobbleheads. He came over. And these two fucking dogs were are going crazy because <laughs> they, they just don't well particularly wean dog they just don't seem to understand that people can come over to this house and it is okay to let them come in the goddamn house so Cory never actually came in the house he and I just sat out and talked for a while like I said Cory lived here for I don't know not not quite a year And, uh, so I've known him a long time. He did comedy for a while. And, uh, I don't want to say we have lost touch, but we definitely, uh, aren't, aren't what we were at one point in our lives. And, you know, that happens with a lot of people and it just kind of sucks, but I was like, Hey man, let me know when you want to get a beer or whatever. And we're doing that. We talked about grins, grins, clothes and Dr. Grins, the comedy club, if you guys are New to this podcast, or haven't listened a while, Doctor Grins, the comedy club in Grand Rapids, is going to be closing. the uh, The people who owned it, the Gilmore's, the Gilmore Collection, sold the Bob, the big old building where Doctor Grins is, and uh, whoever bought it, the story I'm told, all rumors, the story I'm told is that whoever bought it is going to bulldoze it and build a hotel. Now, that's exactly what downtown Grand Rapids needs is another hotel and uh, I don't know if you could hear the uh, sarcasm in that or not because um, I'm just like we, we don't need any more fucking hotels maybe I'm wrong but it, it just seems like about four or five hotels have popped up in downtown Grand Rapids within the last five years and uh, to take away from probably one of uh, the city's biggest entertainment buildings to take that away to just to put up a fucking hotel is silly but uh, I'm not a fucking multi-millionaire that can afford to buy buildings. So there is a show on Wednesday happening, and uh, it is going to be a local showcase, local comics. And Corey asked me if I was going to go, and I told him I said, uh, I said, uh, you know, I've been vacillating. I said, probably not. <laughs> I said I've fallen out of love with stand-up. You know, there's, there's many reasons for it, but I was like, ah, you know. And he's like, yeah, you know, I feel the same way. He's like, I realize comedy wasn't for me, and, uh, you know. And I wish, I wish he had told me years ago when he stopped. <laughs> I would have been like, ah, oh, fuck, you're right. This is shit. Comedy's dumb as fuck. <laughs> I hates it. And I, I don't really hate it, everybody. I just, um. There's a lot about it that I hate, clearly. So, uh, But the performing I enjoy, the writing I enjoy, and that's about it. I don't enjoy much of uh, much of it otherwise. So, I feel like I should go, though. I feel like I should go. If nothing else, to burn the fucking place down. Maybe steal a couple of the pictures that are hanging on the wall. I believe there's a picture of Greg Giraldo on the wall. I would probably steal that. Maybe take the big picture of Carl LeBove. Um yeah, so whatever. We'll we'll see. A couple days away. a Couple days away. Hey, talking about comedy, a buddy of mine, Jamie Lisso, you guys know Jamie. Super funny dude. Super funny dude. He's from Rochester, New York originally. And he went to the same college I did. He went to Verdonia State University fighting Blue Devils. Although he graduated uh after I did. I I I had already graduated when he was starting, so uh, I didn't actually know Jamie then. But over the years, we gotten to know each other on uh, the facial book. I saw that he was uh, performing in Waterford, Michigan at One Night Stands, a little shithole club over there in Waterford. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Oh, God, you're over there. Maybe I should make the trek. It's right down the road from Big Worm. Big Worm! It's very weird how it was right down the road. So, um, I'm thinking of maybe going to see him tomorrow. Good old one night stands. I had asked my buddy Matt Harper, the host of the uh, another episode podcast, to go. I don't want to feel like I'm talking out of turn here. Maybe, maybe I am. I asked him to go. He was going to go. Then something uh, family related come, came up, and so now he can't go, which is a bummer because he had never been to one night stands, and uh, he is still interested in comedy. he's still interested in working it. So it would have been a good opportunity for him to see the club, maybe meet the manager slash owner slash booker slash comedian uh, Mike Green. Uh, but yeah, so now I guess I'm probably going to go on my own, which kind of blows, but uh, you do what you do. You know what I'm talking about, everybody? You do what you do there was an article here I wanted to read it it was on a Fox 17 our local Fox affiliate I always find it funny when people are like mad at like local Fox affiliates like they're Fox news like they're the conservative uh news outlet I'm like yeah, it's just the local Fox Fox was Fox before Fox became this uh right wing conservative nutbag uh news station right I I lean left, if you guys haven't figured that out. Um, It says here, Grand Rapids Staple is reportedly closing its doors. The Bob's Building had sold to new owners. The owners are private at this time. will continue to operate uh, GLC Live. That's the uh, bigger concert venue next door. At the conclusion of 2021, however, they will close for good. Gilmore Group, the corporate owners of The Bob, did not say in a press release Thursday... Uh, they they would be closing their doors. What? Gilmore Group, the corporate owners of The Bob, did not say in a press release Thursday they would be closing their doors on January 1st. However, in the release, owner Greg Gilmore states the company is committed to their 220 employees, are in the process of finding a new home for them in the Gilmore Collection for their skills and talents. Hmm. They also mentioned transitioning away from The Bob in the release. Um... Multiple sources close to the situation tell Fox 17 the announcement was sudden for some employees who were just who were informed just a few weeks ago that their last day on the job would be New Year's Eve it remains unclear who purchased the building and their future plans although I think I've mentioned on this podcast that uh, the stories that I've been told is that it will be a fucking hotel whatever eh well what are you gonna do so I told my buddy Johnny Beaner, comedian Johnny Beaner, he will be the last comedian to perform on that stage. Because <laughs> he's doing the New Year's Eve shows. I love Johnny Beaner. If you uh, live in Grand Rapids and don't have any plans for New Year's, go to Dr. Grin's and check out uh, Johnny Beaner and tell them that they owe me money. <laughs> tell them to pay Stu fucking McAllister's money. goddamn dicks. <laughs> I'm never going to see any of that money. They're closing. They don't give a fuck. They're like, fuck everyone. We we got ours. Everybody else can lick my dick. <laughs> lick my dick! Lick my dick! It'll be interesting, though, to see what happens. Because uh, with Dr. Grimm's closing, there will be no comedy club. There's some one-nighter shit in town. But, uh... I talked about it on the podcast yesterday. You really need to have a club. I hate to say it. I, and some people might argue with me. Fuck you if you want to argue with me. You really need to have a club uh, to have an established comedy base. Nobody nobody talks about a comedy scene like, I the that fucking great one-nighter. Oh, fuck, I love Louisville because it's got this great one-nighter. No, you talk about a city and the club. The club is the hub. Anyway. Yesterday, yesterday, uh, I had received a gift from a listener of the podcast, Mike from Rhode Island. Again, I don't know if he goes by Mike or Michael. I'm going to call him Mike, though. And he sent me some treats that are uh, Rhode Island specific, and I love that shit. I'm not going to lie. This is shit, I'm not going to find it in Michigan. And it's weird shit. Every area has got its own like weird local shit. Like Buffalo has, uh, I mean, clearly wings. Everybody knows wings, but Buffalo has beef on whack. And uh, you're like, what the fuck is beef on whack? And it's uh, slices of beef on a caraway roll. It's a roll that's got caraway seeds and salt on it, and uh, it's goddamn fucking delicious. I know you're probably going, that sounds gross, too, but no, it's fucking good. So he sent me these things. He sent me like this weird, like lemonade stuff that you mix with water and ice cubes, and you make a slushy. So I'm gonna wait for the summer to drink that. But then he sent me this thing called a uh, coffee syrup, coffee sizzrup, and it was just a big bottle. And it didn't on the bottle. It didn't really explain what it was or what you do with it. It was just this black bottle with a label that said coffee sizzrup. And I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And I talked about it on the Patreon. I'm like a Patreon listener. So he messaged me. He heard the podcast. He messaged me. He's like, hey, you dumb fuck. <laughs> hey, dumb fuck. This is what you do. Apparently, you, you mix it in milk. So it's like a uh, chocolate syrup. It's just coffee syrup. And It's like you put it in your milk and you stir it up and you drink it that way. He's like, it's really good. And But then he said, you also... You also can put it on ice cream. Like, again, like chocolate syrup. So I'm like, oh, fuck, that sounds great. I haven't had milk. I haven't had milk in this house in forever. But uh, when he said I could put it on ice cream, I'm like, fuck, I love me some ice cream. So I went out and I got me some ice cream, everybody. And uh, so I poured some of that coffee scissor up on it. I got me some Dean's, good old Dean's ice cream. Just vanilla, because I figure if you're gonna put some stuff like that on it, like if you need to put chocolate syrup on shit, I don't know. I like vanilla, so I put some of the coffee syrup on. So I'm gonna go have some right now. Huh? I'm not gonna lie to you, everybody. Pretty fucking good. It's it's very it's very coffee. It's good it's definitely got that coffee kick to it. But it goes it goes well with the vanilla ice cream. So, Mike, kudos to you, man. You fucking hooked me up with some good shit. You hooked me up with that coffee scissor up. Why is it a Rhode Island treat? Because someone else like I posted a picture of it on, on Facebook today. And someone commented on it like, oh yeah, it's a really big treat in Rhode Island. I'm like, what? How do you, first off, how does this guy know? And why is it a treat in Rhode Island? If anyone can know, if Mike, if you can let me know why, why is it a New England thing? Two, can you go to like Maine or Massachusetts and get some coffee scissor up? Because I've never seen it. When I bought the ice cream, I was chatting up the fucking uh, counter dude. and I was like, hey man, you ever heard of coffee scissor up? And he's like, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. And I was like, oh, I got some of that coffee scissor up. I'm going to fucking pour it all over this ice cream later. And he's like, well, that's pretty cool, dude. I was like, I know. And that was our conversation. (laughs) I was at the post office before. And uh, you know the term going postal? Yeah, it uh, it seemed appropriate today. I go to the post office a lot now with my... Little side gig of Macari sales shit. Uh, the guy, uh, they were very short staffed. And when I walked in, there was a line. And normally there's like no line or maybe one person in front of me. But today, there was a long line and only two people were working. And the one dude is losing his fucking mind. He's just not handling it well. And he kept telling everybody, Sorry for the wait. We're very short staffed. Whatever. And then when I got up to him, the uh, uh, the computer died, the internet died, so we had to move to a different counter. And then when I tried to mail stuff, apparently the box I'm using, this is where the post office can go fuck themselves. They have boxes for a priority mail, and someone had mailed me something with it. So I'm all about reduce, reuse, recycle. And so I was trying to recycle this box, reuse the box. And uh, the thing that I was trying to mail, apparently... Is first class and not priority class, so I couldn't use the box, which is a bummer because the box fit perfectly for what I was mailing. I'm mailing out a Patrick Mahomes Christmas ornament. (laughs) How about that? So it fit perfectly in this box. And so I said to the guy, I was like, oh, well, can I just take this box home and turn it inside out and do it that way? He's like, no, I need to get a new box. And in my brain, I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to get home. I'm going to turn this box inside out and I'm going to mail it. But I also tried to get an international uh, postcard stamp because someone who wanted a Christmas card was in Canada. In fucking Canada, eh? They were in Canada. And uh, they didn't have any. The dude looked at me and was like, oh, God, we don't have any. I was like, wow, this was a fucking wasted day for me, and he was going fucking crazy. So I got home. And I open up the box and I turn it inside out and I realize these fuckers, the post office, these goddamn cunts, have stamped the inside of the box, like US priority mail only or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, you dicks. So unless you actually mail something priority mail, you cannot use that box again to mail shit. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, everybody. I don't think I've ever mailed anything that was like, I need to get this there by tomorrow. I'm always like, whatever's cheapest. I'm not trying to impress anybody. If it gets there in four days, great. It's fucking phenomenal. But when I was lying at the post office, there was this woman there, uh, and she was there with her granddaughter. And her granddaughter was, had a lot of energy. Probably would be diagnosed with ADHD is probably what I'm trying to tell you. Cause she's uh walking around a whole lot, you know, her grandma's yelling at her, basically ignoring her grandma. Grandma didn't do shit. Grandma's just like yelling, get over here, don't touch that. that you know, but didn't didn't follow through with anything. You gotta beat your kids, grandma. You're of the age where you beat your kid, now beat your grandkid. <laughs> so uh And the little girls just like talking to everybody and then uh, she decides it's time to talk to me (laughs) and i have zero problem talking with kids everybody uh for those who might be first time listeners or uh, newer uh, i was a social worker for 25 years and a good portion of that career was dealing with kids the majority of my career has been dealing with kids I have zero problem talking with kids. I've talked with very weird children uh, through my lifetime. And uh, so she's talking to me and she's like, oh, you're very tall. And I've always said, I kind of look, I imagine that I look like a Muppet to a lot of these kids. I'm this tall, gangly motherfucker. I got a mask on because I'm out in public. There's a fucking pandemic. I don't know if you guys know that or not. There's a pandemic going on, and I continue to wear my mask in public. Uh, And I'm wearing my hat just like on the top of my head, my winter hat. I look like a fucking weirdo. I'm aware of it, and I'm all right with it. She's like, you're very tall. And I'm like, yes, I am. And she's like, you must not exercise. And I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I'm going with it. And I'm like, yep, I'm pretty lazy. And she's like, you need to not be lazy, and then you'll get short. (laughs) I'm like, what? I said, so if I exercise, I'll get shorter? And she's like, yes. And I said, I don't remember them telling me this in gym class, but uh, I said, I like being lazy. It's fun. And she's like, well, then you're going to grow as tall as the ceiling. And I'm like, I guess I will. And her grandma's yelling at her some more. And her grandma said her name. And this is why I remember. Because her name was Winter. Her name was Winter. Now Winter, if you're new to the podcast, is the name of my dog. <laughs> One of my dogs is named Winter. I, I rarely ever call her Winter. I call her Wean Dog. Because it just turned from... Winter to uh, ween, Winnie to Weenie to Ween. So that that's the that's the progression of how did Winter get to Ween? Winter, Winnie, Weenie, Ween. It's as simple as that. So I wanted to tell her. I um, at first I was like, oh, Winter, that's the name of my dog. And I know a lot of people get offended uh, that you have named your dog after a person or whatever, or the the dog has the same name as a person. And like Winter clearly is not a human being's name. Sorry, everybody, it's not. But I didn't say it for that. And also uh, the, the, the grandma and the girl were also African-American. And I did not want to make it this weird thing of, like, my dog's name is Winter as well. And then it becomes this weird thing of, like, oh, are you saying that my granddaughter is a dog? I'm, no, I'm not. I didn't want to make it weird. So I just kept everything to my fucking self. I remember my uh, when I was a kid, we had a Dalmatian named Martha, right? Right. And uh, Martha was a good dog from what I remember. Uh, She passed away when I was pretty young. So I I don't remember a ton of Martha other than she was a Dalmatian and she was good. But apparently, at one point, my parents lived next door to people who had a daughter named Martha. And if I remember the story correctly, uh, they didn't like the fact that my my parents had a dog named Martha. They were very offended by it. Now, I don't know what are you getting offended about. You should take it as like uh, this is like in honor or or something, right? This is a compliment that we named this pet. And I don't think my parents named him after the fucking neighbor's kid. It's just a coincidence. But why the fuck? Why the fuck are you getting fucking pissy about shit? Uh, if I remember correctly, my parents told me that they were fucking. Uh, they were crazy fucks anyway, so fuck them. If you're getting upset about a fucking uh, dog being named, having the same name as your kid, you, you can eat my butthole. <laughs> so today was a day of uh, Dippin' Dots for me. More d- dumb stories. I had to go to Adrian, Michigan. But before I went to Adrian, Michigan, I stopped in Livonia, Michigan, because a friend of mine, she needed to have her gutters cleaned. And I was like, she put out a a, a fucking post for it. Hey, can anyone help me? And I said, oh, I can. But I was like, you know, if someone else can help you out who's much closer than I am, because I do not live close, get a hold of them. And I waited a week, and I was like, did anyone get a hold of you? And she's like, nope. And I'm like, all right, I I will see what I can do. And uh, since Adrian isn't super far away from Livonia, I was like, all right, I am taking my ladder, I'm getting in my work van. I am driving to you. I will clock out. I clocked out, everybody. And then I will clean your gutters. And I saw, she sent me pictures of her house. It was super easy. So uh, I get my ladder. I go out, And I realized something pretty quick. Uh, we had a pretty wet fall. I think a lot of people have wet falls. And then we had a very cold, quick cold snap. So what had happened is uh, these leaves turned into like permafrost. They were not... Going to come undone from the gutters. Um, I even got out my ice scraper from the van and was trying to scrape the leaves off the gutter. And uh, yeah, to to no to no success, everybody to no success. So I did what I could, and I told her I was like, hey, you know, I did what I could, but come spring, you're going to need to get someone to come out or you know, fight, get a hold of me again, and I will come out and I will do what I can for you. Because it was easy. I told her. It's not even It would take me like 45 minutes to do a front and back pr- pretty fucking easy. So. so, I would go on to Adrian. I get to the school. I've been to the school. I delivered them their freezer. They're a new school. I gave them the freezer last week. They, they sold out. They need a new order. I go to make an order. And it's, it's one of these tech schools, right? Where they teach kids to be, uh, I don't know, mechanics, electricians, uh, whatever. And uh, So a lot of it the, these kids aren't there all day They're there for a couple of classes and they go back to whatever high school. So there's buses in and out all the fucking time, right? so uh, What I do is uh, I, I park the uh, The van the big dim and not van on the sidewalk the sidewalks like about four sidewalks wide it's a big fucking sidewalk and I park on it to get out of the way of the buses The kids still have this whole fucking sidewalk to walk on. I didn't take up the whole sidewalk. And then I'm as closest to the door as I can possibly get, right? And uh, you know, I'm just doing the delivery. And uh, this old man, I've been having a problem with old men. I went on a huge rant yesterday about this old man at a ski resort I was at. Now I'm gonna go on a rant about his old man who was a security guard apparently at the school um, I don't know what this fuck's going to do. I, I'm surprised the wind didn't knock him over. But this old man comes over with his goddamn dumb security hat, dumb security jacket. I'm getting out of the van, and he's like, hey, you can't park here. And I look at the van, and I'm, I'm starting to get a smart-ass attitude with fucks. And I looked, at, I looked at the van, and I looked at him, and I said, I can't? As if to say, I did. What are you talking about, you asshole? And he's like, that's a sidewalk. And I said, yeah, I know. I parked here to get out of the way of the buses that are coming in and out every fucking five seconds, you dumb shit. That's the, that's a sidewalk. And i like, there's look at the sidewalk. There's plenty of space for people to walk around, you fucking cock-sucking motherfucker. So I'm like, I'm just delivering dip and dots. And then he's like, You can park in the parking lot. And the parking lot is not close to anything, everybody. And the parking lot is made for uh, teachers and students to park their cars in. So there is nowhere to park for a fucking uh, huge dip and dot van. It's an Amazon van. There's nowhere to park in this fucking parking lot. And so I just looked at him and I said, I'll do that next time. Because I know, I know he wanted me to get in the van and park over there. And I wanted to be like, fuck you, security guard. What are you going to do? You ain't got a taser. You ain't got a fucking baton. Hopefully you don't have a gun. If you do, let's fucking go to fucking downtown Poundtown, motherfucker. I'm tired of these shitbags fucking throwing around fake authority. The old man yesterday was fucking mansplaining shit. Fuck you. This guy's trying to throw around dumb fucking security shit. Fuck you. I'm making a delivery, dude. I was in and out of that goddamn school in like five fucking minutes. Because the fucking store is right there by the front door. Goddamn old man. Fuck you. I hope I see him again the next time I go. Because I'm going to park my van right fucking there. And go, well, I'll do it next time, you bitch. (laughs) Am I am I an asshole? Yes, yeah, I'm an asshole. Am I a, a fucking cranky old man? Fuck yeah, I'm a cranky old man. But I fucking hate these other fucking dicky old men. They're older than me and they're being dicks for no fucking reason. It wasn't like I was a parent there to pick up their kids and I'm parking on the goddamn sidewalk. It wasn't like I was a student coming in and I'm parking my car there to go and I'm going to be in here for the next three hours. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. Bunch of goddamn dicks. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Shit in the bucket. Shit in the bucket. Hey, everybody, if you, uh, if you are interested in anything I've got on Macari, head on over there. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Search, search me out, Stu McAllister. I don't know. It's mostly sports jerseys. Uh, I have some Marvel hats, a Guardian of the Galaxy hat, an Avenger hat. Uh, I got some NASCAR hat, autographed NASCAR hat. I don't know. I got an autographed football helmet. So I got all sorts of cool shit up there. So uh, go, go check it out if you're if you're interested and you can't find it. Uh, message me and I can I can mail you the link to to my my store I, I don't like using the word store but I can't think of a better word to describe it. It's weird, right? Uh, dumb shit going on in the world um, a uh, capital A did something really dumb in this day and age I'm like just how dumb are you how, how do you how are you not paying attention to shit? A staff member uh, tried to carry a gun to the U.S. Capitol today. What? Jeffrey Allsbrooks, 57, he's old enough, he's a grown-ass man, is a staff member with the House Chief Administrative Office. He was tracked down four minutes later after officers officer spotted the image of a handgun in a bag on the x-ray. Why, why was it four minutes later? Why wasn't it there immediately? Like you're going through the scanner at the airport, they see it right fucking there. Allsberg's told officers he forgot the gun was in the bag. Why are you carrying your gun in a bag? I don't know. I don't own a gun, everybody, but I don't think I have like a gym bag where I would just toss my gun in the gym bag. I don't think I'd have a briefcase where I just randomly toss my fucking gun in a briefcase. You're fucking dumb as shit. Hey, uh, you know I go to work every day and this is my work bag? Yeah, just toss the gun in there. You know, I got this gun. You know, I, I'll remember to take it out. Fucking dumb fucking idiot. Uh, the security alert came just hours before President Joe Biden was scheduled to arrive at the Capitol for a ceremony honoring the late Senator Bob Dole. Bob Dole! Who's lying in state in the Capitol Rotunda. That just seems weird to me. Am I wrong, everybody? Doesn't that just seem weird that uh, someone's dead? And uh, they're just kind of lying there for you to kind of gawk at. I know that's it always seems to be like a big thing with communist countries or countries that are fucking uh, run by dictators of like the, the one dictator died. And so now the whole country's got to come and pay respects. Well, this fucker's just lying there in a goddamn glass casket or whatever. The incident also comes at the end of the year that saw several threats and violent incidents at the Capitol. Like yeah, you're fucking right. That's why this dumbass needs to know better. You fucking idiot. Hopefully he's charged. Uh, The USCP is charging him with carrying a pistol without a license. Dummy. And said the case remains under investigation to look into what happened for during and after those four minutes. Like, yeah. Those four minutes seems like a fucking lifetime. Because didn't the Oxford shooting only last like five minutes? Am I wrong? You can shoot a lot of motherfuckers. You get these uh, semi-automatic weapons, you can shoot a lot of motherfuckers. I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying that you can. How the fuck is this guy forgetting a gun? I don't think I'd ever forget a fucking gun anywhere. I'm like, oh, fuck, I I should probably put this gun back in the safe or wherever the fuck it's supposed to go. Dummy. the motherfucking dummy. This one I saw was interesting. Because I'm thinking a lot of people involved just had to be dumb or in denial or something, right? Because a mom a mom in Missouri, the show-me state. Um, she's been charged with stealing the identity of her daughter. She stole her daughter's identity. Laura Oglesby, 48 years old, posed as her daughter, Lauren Hayes, for more than two years. In an elaborate scam that fooled both the federal government and locals in the small town of Mountain View. She applied for a social security card in her daughter's name, which she got in the mail. And then from there, I guess it was enough for her to like, oh, I am uh, this 22-year-old girl, even though I'm fucking 48. (laughs) Jesus Christ, what? So that just makes me go, I'm sorry, everybody. I don't think I've ever met... A, a 48-year-old woman Who I would confuse for a 22-year-old woman Now I know there's a lot of ladies out there Who look much younger than they are uh, But if you put a 48-year-old woman Next to a 22-year-old woman Unless that 22-year-old woman is, is uh, Has been rode hard and put away wet you're never going to fucking confuse them. So I, to me, it just seems like a lot of people are in denial. So she enrolled herself in a college. I think that's part of the problems, everybody. She enrolled herself in college. She got all sorts of student loans. Uh, she apparently even was like dating 22-year-old dudes, dating dudes in their 20s. Because they all thought that she was in her 20s. And I'm looking at pictures of her and I'm like, no fucking way. Are you guys dumb shit? Like, I know in pictures, because there's like some Snapchat picture of here with fucking uh, panda ears and nose and whatever. And it's fucking super whitewashed. And I'm like, oh, God, she looks fucking 18 or whatever. I'm like, well, you know, it's these dumb filters. And then when you actually meet someone in person, you should be like, oh, fuck. You are not 22. You are old as fuck. The fraudster started seducing unsuspecting men in the 20s who had no idea that Oglesby was almost two decades older than she was. Everyone believed it. She even had boyfriends that believed that she was that age. 22 years old, Chief James Perkins of the Mountain View Police told the New York Times. The, uh, so this is all how it kind of unraveled. Uh, like I said, she applied for all sorts of loans to go to Southwest Baptist University. She had uh, financial aid. In the, uh, Received $9,400 in student loans, $5,900 in Pell Grants, and $1,800 in finance charges. And she worked at the uh, Mountain View Library as well, where they all knew her as daughters named Laura Hayes. Elaborate scam came crashing down in 2018. Police in Mountain View were contacted by authorities in Arkansas who believe Oglesby had committed financial fraud using the name of her daughter. Investigators approached Oglesby, who initially denied seeing her daughter's identity. However, it reported that she subsequently broke down and admitted the fraud. Yeah, because cops can fucking lay into you, man. You did it, bitch. You ain't, you ain't your daughter. Look at you. Look at the crow's feet. Look at the fucking waddle under your chin. You got 13 necks, bitch. You're not 22. <laughs> She's facing five years behind bars without parole after pleading guilty to one count of intentionally providing false information. Under the in terms of her plea agreement, she must pay back this 17000 in restitution to Southwest Baptist University and to her daughter. The real Laura Haynes has not yet spoken out about her mom scam or how their relationship deteriorated. So it's just, why would you want to do that? Fuck. If I was 48, I mean, I'm 51. I'm the same age, more or less. I I don't want to fucking go back to college. First off, I couldn't pull it off. Like, like this woman should not have been able to pull it off. I could not pull it off. Hey, what's up with all the gray hair? Ugh. Yeah, I don't know, man. I prematurely turned gray. I was turning gray in the 10th grade. I don't know what to tell you. It just tells you again how gullible people are, man. People want to believe what they want to believe, and they, they want to believe that this woman is fucking, this middle-aged woman is 22. Eat balls. All right, I'm going to end on this, everybody. I heard about this on a podcast this morning, and then uh, I saw I saw this article on CNN, And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not. There's a lot of beauty pageants in the world. And usually when you think of beauty pageants, you think of like, uh, you know, Miss America or something like that. Like there's a woman here in town, uh, Jackie Green. She's a radio, morning radio disc jockey. She just won like Mrs. America or something like that. That's weird. She's always participating in in these fucking beauty pageants i personally think it's kind of weird that a grown-ass adult is participating in beauty pageants but i don't know some probably people are like i think it's kind of weird that a grown-ass man is collecting jerseys and i'd be like yeah you're fucking right it is weird but i'm having a midlife crisis (laughs) and this is what i'm doing i can't afford a sports car uh, maybe think like little girls in beauty pageants I also find that disturbing and strange Like what was the name of that girl In Colorado Who was a beauty pageant And then she's dead And there's like a Michigan connection Like I think her parents owned a house in Charlevoix, Michigan What was her name? It was like Sally Ray Molly May What the fuck was it? God I can't remember Ugh, So dumb They've never found who killed her Crazy uh, but there is a beauty pageant for something else, and you're not going to believe this shit, everybody, unless you've already heard the story. They have uh, beauty pageants in Saudi Arabia for camels. <laughs> now, uh, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think I've ever th- looked at a camel and go, that camel... That's a super pretty camel. I look at a camel, and I'm like, that's a nasty fucking beast. (laughs) There is a reason uh, fucking people beat the shit out of camels. (laughs) They are ugly. But they have beauty pageants for camels. And competition in these camels has gotten so bizarre that owners of camels... So uh, the, the, the fact that there's a beauty patch for camels isn't the weird... I mean, that's the weird part, but that's not the weirdest part. The weirdest part that owners of camels are having, like, plastic surgery done on their camels to make them look better. Why don't you just get a Snapchat filter and make this camel look like a fucking cat? <laughs> they give camels Botox injections. Injections. Unscrupulous scrupulous breeders have been accused of using a number of methods to make their camels more likely to win, such as injecting silicone and in fillers and inflating body parts using rubber bands to enhance their appearance. Well, this year, organizers have dealt with 147 cases of tampering. The largest since the festival began, 43 contestants were disqualified for making their camels look hotter. So many problems. Uh, let's see here. There's a lot of different offenses. The fine for injecting fillers, Botox, or hormones can be as much as 100,000 rials. I think that's how you say it. R-I-Y-A-L-S. 20, that's still $27,000 per camel. While braiding, cutting the tail, or dyeing the camel incurs a fine of 30,000 rials. That's crazy. In order to detect tampering, the camels are examined both physically and clinically and clinically using devices such as x-ray machines and sonar devices. This is, this is why people are fucking dumb as shit. God damn, they're dumb. They're looking to make their camel look hotter by doing these weird things and they're going to like such extreme e- e- extents to it that they fucking, they're using x-rays on camels to make sure they don't got silicone in their lips, I guess. Camels are an important part of Saudi culture. The animals are well adapted to life in the desert, such as the Arabian Desert, large parts of which lie within the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Again, I've never looked at a camel and thought, that is a majestic-looking creature. I've always looked at a camel and go, that's a beast of burden. You know, it's kind of like a cow. I mean, cows, I don't know, I suppose a cow can be... Pretty, but I don't know, candles just seem like they'll bite you And don't they spit and shit They just seem like fucking Difficult, stubborn creatures But I don't want them to fucking have Silicone in their lips Crazy Alright everybody, that is it I am done for today Today was a freebie, everybody Today was a freebie of the podcast Hopefully you guys enjoyed it uh, If this is your first time listening, thanks for listening uh, I have a Patreon which is, uh, you're asking yourself, what's a Patreon, Stu? Patreon is a paywall, so you pay money to uh, hear more of this shit. I do freebies on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, sorry, Mondays and Thursdays, and I do a Patreon the rest of the other days. So it's just five bucks a month, one less ice mocha mocha. So if you enjoyed this shit, And hopefully you did Maybe you didn't Maybe like This guy's dumb as fuck Yeah I am dumb as fuck It's just how it works But uh, the Patreon's Five bucks a month Uh, If you do it It'll help me pay For my fucking hospital bills I do appreciate that Uh, So please go check that out Go to Patreon.com And search out Elemental Podcast And you should find it I appreciate it Uh, If you guys can do me a solid uh, I got three things I want you to go check out Go check out The Sunday Slaw That's Adam House And Stephanie House they have a Facebook page called the Sunday Slaw They do Facebook lives of themselves eating coleslaw And they tell you if shit's good or not So go uh, go like their page Because when they get 300 likes They said they're going to make a donation to a charity So I encourage all of you to just go hit the like button If nothing else, go to the Sunday Slaw and hit like And then if you never look at it again, there you go I think a lot of you have probably liked the Elemental Podcast Facebook page and then you never see it again. And I'm okay with it, I guess. But uh, yeah, go check them out if you could. The Sunday Slaw. Then check out Magic J.B.N. John Badass Midgley. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic shit. So go check it out. He and I were kind of bantering back and forth today on Messenger because uh, I had talked about him yesterday. And so we were goofing on each other today. So uh, John's a good dude. Very talented guy. He's a, he's a quality social worker. A fantastic musician. He's uh, got some good skills with the, the pen. Good artist. So go check out his page, Magic JBM. And last but not least, another episode podcast. This is a podcast by Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shaped their childhoods. So these are movies that are good 20 years old. And uh, every Wednesday they drop new episodes, and it being December, they're doing Christmas ones. This past Wednesday was Jingle All The Way, Jingle All The Way. Have you seen my new smash hit movie, Jingle All The Way, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Go uh, go listen to them on your favorite podcast platform, and uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They got all three. And Matt Harper's on Twitch. He does shit on Twitch. He plays video games. Uh, he's got a fa- uh, not a Facebook an Instagram page for his art Matt also was a great artist at uh, Matt Harper Art He can draw your house so go check that shit out. I've been watching Christmas movies uh, I started one today F- uh, God damn what was it called it, it, it was a it was a pun it was a gay pun because it was about this gay man leaving la to go back to new hampshire for christmas to see his parents and he brought his roommate who also was gay with the intention of having his roommate pretend to be his boyfriend the family all knew that he was gay they knew the boyfriend already they knew all this shit but i don't know he just he didn't want to go home without a boyfriend he felt like he was gonna be a loser it's uh it's kinda weird, but it's very stereotypical. It's uh these these guys are, are fairly uh effeminate. It's just kind it's just kinda weird. They're playing into a lot of weird stereotypes to me. It's just it, like I can I call things before they're gonna happen and then they happen. And I'm like, yup. It's uh it's movie movie by numbers. It's on Netflix. God damn, what it was I can't remember. I'm just into watching all these dumb Christmas movies as I'm writing Christmas cards. If you guys would like a Christmas card too, give me your address and I will mail you one. I don't care. I got plenty. This year has been a weird year. People are not asking for Christmas cards this year. I don't know why. But anyway, give me your address and I will send you a Christmas card. That's it, everybody. I will... uh, Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I will be on tomorrow. Uh, because like I said, I'm going to go see Jamie Lissell and, fucking Waterford. So I may, I may not be here tomorrow for the Patreon. As I tell everybody to go subscribe to my Patreon, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking the day off. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, that's it. I'm done. I know I'll be back at least Saturday. Uh, I will see you later. I love you. I love you. All right, guys. Have a good one. Keep okay, bye.